0: Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. By the way, I love hearing from small business owners and employees. Let's talk about your business. You can send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's story is a new type of apprenticeship to fill vacant jobs and the non traditional perk gaining traction. At some companies. And when shopping for car insurance, consider this Geico has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple go to geico.com. After 75 years, they know how to save you money. We'll talk apprenticeships in just a moment. Small business never stops moving, so Dell's U.S.-based small business technology advisors are trained to keep up. Just call 877 by dell to get connected with an advisor who will get to know your business and tailor a solution with Dell PCs powered by Intel Core processors that is right for you so you can focus on your business and leave the tech questions to Dell. Call 877 by dell to get in touch with a tech advisor today. There's a small but growing number of young people apprenticing in fields that require a suit and tie instead of, say, coveralls and gloves. The goal is to fill vacant jobs where skills are lacking. The Trump administration plans to help. More from Wall Street Journal higher education writer Doug Belkin. Doug set this up.
1: So apprenticeships are making a comeback, and they're beginning to spread from the traditional skilled trades, blue-collar jobs that people generally associate apprenticeships with into white-collar jobs and banking and insurance and such. And that's kind of the big development uh, that people are looking at and talking about, and and, uh, Donald Trump seems like he's going to get behind that.
0: Yeah, who's doing what, then?
1: Well, these are mostly business-to-business things, right? The the government isn't doing anything, with the exception that they they certify a different apprenticeship so that if you learn a skill at a certain company or business, the skills that you learn are essentially transferable uh, to to another company or business uh, in the same field. So that's sort of the government's role on it. The um, the big problem that's being addressed here is that there are about six million jobs in the United States that are unfilled right now, and you know that's slowing growth for companies that want to hire and uh, and improve their businesses. A lot of these are middle skilled jobs. Uh, are middle skilled jobs? Some of those are the majority of those are uh, again in the trades, but but increasingly they're in technology and in healthcare. Uh, and these companies are not getting enough kids who are coming out of college with the skills or coming out of community college with the skills that they need so they're beginning to train them on their own wow
0: alright so you mentioned uh, something for this uh, this this student in Chicago working with Aon what's going on here
1: so Aon's an interesting company there's a global company they do uh, business services and insurance and reinsurance um, and they're really huge and they have a um an apprenticeship program in the United Kingdom where they're much more common. Uh, so one of the women who, who was helping, who's in Chicago and was helping to improve or grow out that uh, apprenticeship program there thought it would be a good fit in Chicago. So she connected with uh, Harold Washington Community College nearby and reached out to some kids, and they were really you know, psyched to jump on board. The apprenticeship pays um Thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. The kids get their tuition, which is about seven thousand dollars a year, paid for, um, and they get you know a lot of help from the uh, from the company and a mentor from the company to, to, to learn their trade. And what the company gets in return are kids who are, um, are young people who are very integrated into the company, or trained specifically for the jobs that they want, um, and they they've you know over time uh, apprenticeships have found that they have much lower turnover rates. So. If you get a kid with a four-year degree who's in a job that may not um, really mandate that four-year degree, they're probably going to be looking for another job shortly. But someone who goes to this apprenticeship program uh, is more likely to stay on.
0: We're speaking with Wall Street Journal higher education reporter Doug Belkin. He's written a piece entitled, Apprenticeships Aren't Just for Welders Anymore. Um, So weave in uh, the Trump administration proposal here and, and what might happen.
1: So what he said is that, you know, to back up a little bit, you know, President Obama was, was very much in favor of these things as well. Uh, and now President Trump is saying that this is a good pathway for more more young people to get into the workforce and for older folks who've dropped out of the workforce to find their way back in to get reskilled. skilled uh, So he wants to promote these things. He's hoping that, uh, that they'll take off, and he's going to put some money behind it, it looks like.
0: Mm. All right, so the the push is really in this case for more uh, white collar type jobs or more tech type jobs.
1: So th- that's sort of the news hook. The um, the, the I- apprenticeships have been growing at a pretty steady rate for the past seven or eight years, and it's it's concomitant with a greater uh, increase in training from companies um, uh, that are they're, they're putting more more money into into training employees. Which you know this is happening because the unemployment rate is. Down to four point three percent, so you, the companies are beginning to have to invest in employees as opposed to find new ones. Um, so that's sort of what's behind it: this, this, this uh, you know, this, this money that's pumping into the corporate uh, training. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what Trump wants to do, and what's happening you know, organically, is that these apprenticeships are spreading from these uh, the trades jobs into the white collar jobs, the traditionally white collar jobs.
0: Got it. Uh, how long does an apprenticeship typically last?
1: So I've heard of them that They go between six months and two years, but there's probably, they probably extend longer. And uh, from the perspective of the company, uh, I've heard numbers that it costs between $25,000 and 250000 that the company would uh, would invest in, in their apprentice to uh, to bring them up to speed. Wow.
0: So in, in this day and age, given the, the, the labor scene you set before with so many unfilled positions, um, is there actually a promise or a guarantee of employment?
1: You know, I don't know. It's a, it's a fair question, and I think uh, what there is, there's certainly an expectation, and, and the labor market has some figures, and they say that 87% of people who can who finish apprentice programs get a job with that uh, uh, with, 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 with the folks that they did the apprenticeship with. Um, so I don't know if they're guaranteed, but there's certainly an expectation there, and that's true in uh, in Europe as well, that where these are much, widely, much more widely used. You know, one other uh, sort of strain that's fueling this is that there's a a growing fear uh, around going to college. It costs a lot of money to go to school. People are taking out a lot of debt to go to school, and they just don't know if it's going to pay off, especially in the short term. So um, this sort of program offers an alternative path, which strikes a lot of folks who are worried about going into debt as a um, smarter, potentially more conservative um, pathway into the workforce where they, they don't have to take out big debt. Well,
0: it pays pretty good, too, right? Say it, uh, Some of these pay more than uh, what a typical college grad might earn in his uh, first job after school.
1: Right, so you're coming out of college, most kids are earning in the mid-40s, and, and apprentices are earning uh, uh, an average of about 60. Now, you know, uh, over the course of your lifetime, um, someone with a college degree will earn more than folks who don't have a college degree, as a rule of thumb. Um, but, you know, I think everybody knows, uh, you know, plumbers and electricians who are making deep into the six figures. So it's certainly a, a lot of money to be made, uh, in, in, the trades and, and, uh, you know, doing things like the fellow we profiled who hopes to be an actuary.
0: Very good. Is it, is typically uh, like a large company that can afford to do something like this?
1: I think, it, I think that's the case because it's not cheap um, to bring these kids on and to just to organize it. Um, and also, yeah. if you're going to build an apprenticeship that is recognized by the federal government, there's a fair amount of paperwork. So generally speaking, these are gravitating toward larger organizations.
0: Thanks, Doug. Wall Street Journal education writer Doug Belkin. And when shopping for car insurance, consider this. GEICO has been saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. So if you're serious about savings, it's simple. Go to geico.com. After 75 years, they know... How to save you money, well, ping pong and massages at your desk are nice, but companies are increasingly betting on another type of office perk helping with managing employees' financial lives. A new survey by Aon Hewitt finds about 59% of employers say they're very likely to focus on improving the financial well being of their workers this year in ways that extend beyond retirement decisions. That's a big jump from 30% of employers. Back in 2014, MarketWatch says a few years ago, employers mostly focused on encouraging employees to save in their 401ks. Now, using contests and cash incentives, more employers are trying to teach financial basics. Several factors are fueling what's called financial wellness. Baby boomers are frequently looking for advice on how to make their money last in retirement. Generation X members can feel burdened by their financial obligations and added commitment to their parents and children. Millennials, meanwhile, may be struggling to pay off their student loans. Reminder, by the way, our small business report is found on our website, which is thismorningwithgordondeal.com, as well as on places like iTunes and SoundCloud. And those are also places where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. You can email me at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.